Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up, Square Pimp Brigade? On this episode, we have comedian John Campanelli. Uh, we discussed uh, the T.I. thing and the Godfrey situation and T.I. getting booed. We talked about the financial loss of dating, uh, when she's interviewing you, uh, and when you should be interviewing her and knowing what your own personal value is. Yeah, it's definitely a fun one. And uh, But a reminder, guys, please join us over at Patreon, patreon.com slash manschool202. That's where we do the bonus shows. We do uh, listener mail and we do extra episodes. And that includes this episode where we continue with John Campanelli as we discuss uh, a woman's, uh, women's jealousy, the value of saying no, uh, and women who don't look like their pictures in apps, uh, you know, on dating apps. So all of that and more advice over at patreon.com slash manschool202. It helps us keep the show going. So uh, support us. Enjoy the show. Thanks, y'all. Male. I'm not a beta male either. I'm just a better man. Better man. Well, put your happiness first, because if you don't, they won't. Yo, 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 what's up? GYBB, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do to sexual revolutions being podcasted? And I am excited. Uh, uh, this is a special show. We got a special guest. Now, I know I've said that 500 times before, but this time I mean it. So, <laughs> get ready to get it in. Harry, what's going on? You ready to rock and roll? Absolutely, I'm ready to rock and roll. Was, yeah, uh, as you, you said last, what? I'm feeling great. You know, I, I'm ready to get, as you said last time, we're getting it hard. And I was like, what? That's the new phrase. That's what the kids are using. Getting it hard? That's what you said last time. I, I don't know if I said that. I you did. You most definitely did. I don't I'll play it back for that. you. You did. You I, definitely I did. You sure? Time to get hard, I think, is what you said. No, no, I absolutely did not say that. I think you I'm, said I'm that. I'm pretty sure you did. Pretty sure you did. <laughs> Uh, yo, uh, you want to do the intro? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, just a, a funny, talented dude. Uh, I, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for John Campanelli, everybody. Put your what hands up, together. John? What's going on? Canada, Canada's own John Campanelli. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess, I guess right out of the gates, I guess we got to address it. Yeah, just, I, uh, didn't even realize I had this on until the, the video came up and I was like, oh, I'm wearing a Canada t-shirt. I just like the way it looks and I just threw it on. So I'm not Canadian. I like Canadians. Uh, <laughs> Not pro or anti-Canadian. Uh, I will say this: fuck, fuck Canada. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that shirt does automatically make you look Canadian. I will. <laughs> it I will admit. Right? How yeah. funny is that? I feel like I feel like you're Graham K's brother. <laughs> well, this is what's funny is, and I'm not doing this. This wasn't staged. I actually had this sent to me from a fan in Canada. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, a, and I, I got it a couple months ago, and. I just put it on like a week ago and I was like, oh, this looks really cool on me. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it's one of those t-shirts. It's just the, the type of gray with the red. I yeah. just, I mean, it pops. Like it pops. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, you, you're a, a New York, like we knew each other like New York back like when? I mean, I'm trying to remember when we met. Um, so I've been doing comedy since like 2010, right. but I used to come back and forth a lot. Right, right. 
So I definitely just, I really just in the trenches. I don't think there's like a one specific moment, but yeah, yeah. I was fairly bi-coastal until like relocating here. Because um, I'm being based out of here since like. Where are you from originally? Westchester, New York. Westchester. And yeah. um, and you you opened for some pretty heavy hitters, you know, early on in your in your career. Like like who can talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean a lot. Uh, I mean, I think the coolest I uh, was I did a, a tour with Dane Cook, which was theaters and arenas. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just really awesome to, to play those. Um, and I, I worked with him a bunch, uh, which I mean, those shows are just incredible. And then. Otherwise, I mean, scattered opening up for a bunch of guys. Like, uh, I actually opened up for Russell Peters not too long ago. Mm -hmm. um, young, young, I opened up for um, like Eliza Schlesinger, mm. even Bobby Lee a little bit. Yeah. So a, a bunch of a bunch of them. Um, there's there's a there's a there's a ton more that were just kind yeah, of yeah. scattered, but yeah. Now it. I don't know. Did you know? Did you see what happened with the the whole? I don't know if you know about the T.I. thing. Are you aware of what happened? With yeah, so a little bit. So so it's an interesting Harry is in his glory. Uh, oh, my so, God. I'm so happy. So, uh, what do you what did you hear? I don't want to I don't want to assume that, you know, So a few things. It started off where he's just kind of, you know, getting up on shows and, and maybe uh, this is what I've heard. This is what I, All right. maybe he's like disrespecting the stage a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, just kind of um, was already kind of getting into it with some comics. And then the big thing, I think, was that he essentially got on stage with a female comic and, and ripped the mic out of her. Oh, wow, wow. You don't know the whole, the, yeah, yeah. You just know the piece. So what happened? What, well, I'm what being diplomatic. What I'm hearing is not good. I'm just being a little diplomatic. Yeah, okay. I, well, I mean, what happened happened was uh, first it was a thing with Godfrey. There was a thing that went down with Godfrey. That was the first incident where uh, Godfrey had did like an hour and a half. He just he had been doing comedy about four weeks, and he uh, he came out and because he is who he is, went on after Godfrey did an hour and forty five minutes headlining and then did another half hour afterwards. Yeah, your face the face says it all. So yeah, it's, it's just not, not the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm almost not even following. That's ridiculous. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, it, you know, I mean, uh, he, it, he he was in Atlanta and Atlanta is kind of like his city, right. you know, like he owns Atlanta and everybody. And so he had been doing comedy, but he had been basically, um, you know, everybody's been putting him up and they will and everybody's like sucking his dick because they're like, oh, it's T.I. So he could do whatever he wants to do. And then uh, so there was a whole thing where. You know, it just was kind of a disrespectful thing to do, especially to Godfrey, because, you know, Godfrey's one of the gods, you know, not excuse the pun. Right. But, you know, it's just like and even though he's not as famous as like Chris Rock or or or, or, um, or Chappelle, they wouldn't even. Yeah, no, totally. And, and, and I bet I bet. What Godfrey's reaction was probably he's just such a humble guy. I'm sure he was just he like, was cool, right. but then he kind of went on his podcast and he bitched about it. And then yeah. Ti heard him, you know, because he as he should have, you know, it, it wasn't appropriate. And then there was a whole big thing where Ti was checking him and stuff like that. And then I he I was there was a whole live and I was on the live with him and whatever. And then we we uh I basically said to him I said first of all you know because I you know John I mean you 
you know my vibe. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not, I'm not pulling no punches. I like, first of all, there's an etiquette to this. To- well, right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking now is, and, and this is a bigger thing than just TI to me. It's a bigger symptom. And what TI is doing is he's making a mockery out of stand up. Right. And it's not, TI's not the only one doing it. Uh, you know, um, he's, it's TI, so he's going to get the most press. But under our noses, there are a lot of, you know, people that two year comics that are also doing it, that are buying followers and, and getting up places they don't deserve to and, and manipulating their way in the scene. They're not right. doing the PI approach, but I what I'm seeing from this is like comedy's really being infiltrated and, and made a mockery of at yeah. all levels right now. And it's yeah. really sad to watch for me because I've been in the trenches working my ass off. I've paid my dues for, you know, thirty million for thirty different comics. like I paid enough yeah. dues for like thirty comics. Now no one should yeah. feel bad for that and like things change and like I understand that it's like, oh, crime your river. Right. But I just think that like and I think you'll agree that like Sure. You really got to stand up is a beautiful art form uncorrectly yeah. and it takes time and you really got to it nuanced and you really got to do it for a while, you yeah. know, and, a and lot- the longer you do it, the better you get at it. You know, you, it just and you there's no real substitute for time doing stand up comedy. It doesn't get the respect it deserves. It is the hardest job to do yes. in the world. I don't mean it's the most taxing physically. There are jobs that are physically harder. But to do competently, it is the hardest job to do in the world. There's other comedians, people who are genuinely funny that can't do stand-up. There's yeah. people who are funny, even funny there people are writers, can't do stand-up. Writers and sketch people who can't do can't do stand-up. There are people who are naturally funny in everyday life that cannot do stand-up comedy. It is a completely There are comics who did comedy who were funny and then came back and, and tried do to it do again. let you know, stop doing it. Like yeah. You know, like Chris Tucker blew up on seven minutes of uh, a Def Jam and then did movies and then never really came back to the kind of prowess that he was at the time when he blew up. And so, you know, even that's the case. I mean, why do you think Eddie Murphy won't come back? He's not coming back because he doesn't think he could come back. You know what I mean? Or at least not at the proficiency. Well, you know what it is also in a lot of, and and this is part of it, um, is I believe that they don't some of these guys don't want to come back also because they they don't feel they're going to be given an opportunity to come back appropriately it's going to be immediately you know someone's going to find a way to record something someone's going to block you're not going to be ready it's like they just want to go the dudes that do it and the, these legends they want to be able to get back on that stage and be, be able good. to find, find themselves for a second and they're not going to be able to do it so everyone's just going to attack them because like i said we're, we're exploiting and making a mockery out of stand-up. So these yeah. dudes can't go back and be artists. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really big problem. And I don't want to speak for him because, you know, but I, I know Jim Carrey pretty well. And I know yeah. that one of the, he had, he had, we had a conversation about this, you know, and he, he's such a, his stand-up, he, you know, he really gets in, into it, you know? So yeah, yeah. I think a little bit, he's like, I well, would he like, gets into everything. He immerses himself oh, into everything. Yeah. So I think a little bit he wanted to get on. He would want to go back and just be able to play around for a little bit. And I don't and you, feel he thinks he could be able to do that. And he, because the expectation is so high. Absolutely. Well, then what happened, part two, was the thing with the girl. Mm-hmm. He came to a spot in Atlanta, was heckling this girl. And then the girl, because he had some sexual allegations about him and his wife, rumors, and the girl said, well, what, what she, he, so he was like, bitch, take your wig off. And he was like heckling her, which... 
you never like you know what i'm saying if you're a comic if you're on stage and there's a comic heckling you i will check him yeah yo what the fuck are you doing dog like this is there's a there's a club that we're in even if we don't know each other like i've done that for for you know new jacks where somebody's yelling or yo yo shut the fuck up you know what i mean so there was that and then she said so you you know, she's she's a comic. I don't know. I think she's been doing it about eight, seven, eight years. And he's been doing it four weeks. And so he goes, yeah, well, I'll take my wig off when you talk about those sexual assault allegations. And then all of us, he Wait, got why, mad. Why did he tell her to take the wig off? Why did he scream that? So why, she was he... doing a bit about being married, being married. And, and he was like, shut the fuck up, bitch. He was just heckling her. Was he just but, heckling her, or was he yeah, upset no with her reason. for having done he, jokes? No, he didn't like what she was talking about. But is he so in real life? Was is Ti really like that type of person? Because I wasn't sure if it was like. How a, do we know? I mean, all we know from him is the, his rap stuff. Well, because I'm wondering if he is doing what a lot of rappers do and creating and creating this because he thinks this is what he needs to do to get heat. Like, is he doing this because he's really like a punk or is he doing this because he thinks like, yo, this is the game. I'm going to start beef. I want people to know I'm here. Like, what, what does he think he's doing? Because Maybe. I, I, no, I, it doesn't seem like that. It seems like very natural because I yeah. when I we had a whole after the whole Godfrey thing, we ended up squashing the thing. But I was on the live and I said, look, there's a there's you, you have to respect. Basically, I won't get into the detail. Y'all, it's online. If y'all want to check it out, I basically was like, there's an etiquette to this. And you're not following the etiquette. And I was like, you're out doing 30, 35 minutes, and you can't do 35 minutes. And wow. the thing about doing 35 minutes is it, you we all get five minutes. Right. You start with five minutes. You don't right. get seven minutes till you get till you're funny at five. You don't get ten till you're funny at seven. And so we learn the economy of time in the process of that growth, that that growth so that but if you're a new jack and you get 30 minutes, a joke that you and I could do in seven seconds, it'll take him two minutes to do right. because he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand that, that, that you have to edit and, and people are not they don't want to hear all the shit. Like it sounds like what he wants, to, what he should be doing. And what I think a lot of people should start doing personally is, hey, man, maybe you're really more of a of a personal appearance. Maybe like you're trying to do stand up. Even if he wants uh, to do stand up, you still, all you do is you get up under somebody who knows what the fuck is, yeah. and you, you submit to the process. That's what I'm saying, but I'm seeing a, a lot of uh, a rise in this happening where people are kind of pivoting to stand up. Right. People that have followings. Uh, yeah, because it's a money yeah. grab. Right. So at what point? Is it is it, do we just have to really start calling it what it is and it's live appearances and it's like this whole notion that like they're doing stand up it's like look man maybe at some point it will be stand up right now you're, what you're doing is like a personal appearance you know well you're, I'm gonna let me wrap this up because I want to get into you I can feel ha Harry um, <laughs> looking at me great ophthalmologist Dr Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? 
more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, but so what happened was, anyway, long story short, that was an incident where he snatched the mic out from the grill. And then uh, this weekend passed, he did the Barclay Center, and he got booed off the stage. But prior to being booed off the stage, um, the girl who he snatched the thing from was like, you know, I'm not going to have you tell me what I can say and what I can't say. Or I, I, I'm, I'm about this comedy shit, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, and comedy is hard. And he goes, no, it's not. No, it's not. And really, he doesn't think it's hard because... He's been coddled. You didn't know that, Harry. You making I didn't a hear fake. that part. No. Oh yeah, he, she goes. Comedy's hard, and he goes, "No, it ain't. No, it ain't." He's also said the reason why comics are made, comics, comics are mad at me for doing comedy is because I'm so good at it. And so he's such a comic. Did he handle getting booed off stage the same way Burr handled getting booed off stage? No, absolutely not. Absolutely, no, he just, I just sat there and got booed. Yeah, you just, just got booed. I mean, I do commend him because he took the he did his all his time. He did all his time, and then he was on stage the next day. He got back in an arena. Did well, another- I don't know. Well, let's let's also not forget this guy's been a performer for years, so Absolutely. he's doing Absolutely. so. Like that part of it probably doesn't phase him, you right? Know, right. But like- it should. It should yeah. because the point is yeah. being yeah. funny. That, yes. I mean, there's a level where it becomes consistency, but there is another level where it's delusion. Yeah. To, yeah, to totally. sit there and think that you did a good job and not to go, man, this was terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some yeah, level of he, mental Mike, illness or delusion. Michael Black, he did a, a live with Michael Blackson, and he was like, he, Mike, he was like, oh, I loved it. I love getting booed because now I, we don't we don't fold, we fight. He has all these sayings, and it's like, well, it's just uh, the wrong mentality. It's just, it's just like, look, and it's like, look, he he really was it. He's yeah. great, you know, but like. It's just the wrong mentality for this art form, you know? Right, right, right. Because it, there's, there's a level of humility. You yeah. have, if you have no humility, you will not be funny. Harry made this observation that I thought was fucking brilliant. Mm. That what he's doing is like a wrestling heel. Yeah, he doesn't understand. He's going out there. He thinks... So the first thing he does is he goes, uh, I'm a superstar, right? He goes, tell I'm not a comedian. I'm, I'm a superstar. I'm a superstar. Right. So in his head, like the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, is the good guy. (laughs) Like he's doing all the things you would do to intentionally get booed. Like, hey, listen, I make more money than you. I'm better than you. He he had a bit. I don't know if you knew this, but the bit that they started booing, he goes, if any of y'all, because he's known for saying expeditiously. Like that's his word. He uses words that he really probably unnecessary for me. So he goes, if I say a word and you don't know the word, raise your hand and I'll give you the definition, which is really that's condescending. Yeah, yeah, it's condescending. Yeah, it's just like the fucking honky tonk man up there while they're (laughs) booing, going, "I know you love me. Thank you guys." I mean, it's mental illness. Quiet down, you with yes. your fat wives what, and you. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, out of shape pieces of Brooklyn I mean, trailer it's, it's trash. It's funny, but for like the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point, though. It's like he's doing those things. He's just accidentally doing things that are not just just don't endear you to the audience at all. No, oh, yeah. Telling them that they're stupid, right? They're too stupid to understand your big words, which he doesn't use big words. He just throws them in there for no right, reason. Right, like, right, right. Yeah. 
which is very weird. Then to, yeah. to remind them that, hey, you're a superstar. I'm not a comedian. I'm a I'm superstar. I'm a superstar. And you're like, you're a fucking clown. Letting the people know that you're rich. Letting them know that you're, yeah, you're my, telling my kids I'm rich. Really a good way for people to go there and forget about their problems. Yeah. And I'm so proud of Brooklyn because Brooklyn gave him a nice booing, a nice, healthy <laughs> booing where it starts like boo, boo, boo. 15,000 people. 15,000. Like, I mean, that guy has been doing comedy for what a, a month now or whatever in his defense it feels like years at this point it does yeah, yeah. it does feel like years <laughs> he got booed he got booed by more people in one night than you or i have been booed our entire careers combined yeah yeah more, if more you took all the people hate who, his comedy i mean in one like night your comedy 10 to fifteen thousand people booed him yeah it's crazy anyway and then he's gonna one. keep going oh yeah gonna keep going and he's probably not gonna get better because he's not humil. he has no humility to to, the to process, learn it. to submit please to the put process. himself in, a, in, a, in an artistic uh an interesting artistic situation because you'll have to really step back in order to really move forward but yeah. it, it seems like he just is gonna double down oh yeah that's exactly what he's doing but he's surrounded by yes people and then the yes. other thing that dante told him when he was on that show with uh with godfrey when they were talking to ti you know, he goes, hey, there's a method and, you know, there's a, you know, there's a way to learn this thing. And I forget it was him or his, you know, his cronies, whoever. No, it was him. Who, who he went, was like, uh, I'm done talking to you. Yeah. Like, oh, like sharks oh, are born. Oh. That's your journey. Sharks are born swimming. <laughs> and it's just an asinine way to look at something. And would you ever allow some? I mean, it's just because you're good at producing music. Does that mean you're automatically good at everything? Well, you know what you, you know, find? Like, I, it's like promote. Here's the thing: people who promote comedy usually yeah. suck at comedy. Sure, right? Yeah. Which is which is a really close jump, but not a, a not the same it's, thing. It's though. not the same thing. But so I, I just wanted to use that to talk about the, the humility. You know, when you have a level of humility, and I and I don't mean where you're you're depressing and you're down on yourself but to have a reasonable amount of a, a proper amount of humility is what makes you endearing and being able to recognize that and kind of deal with that in a real sense is what makes you attractive um, I mean of course yeah uh, it makes you entertaining and it makes people it makes people want to hold on to what you're saying and really kind of go on that journey with you John, do you have a girl? You got a girl now, or you just solo? Or? I'm single right now. Uh, you know, back in New York. Uh, great segue, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so humility. Anyway, John, you got a girl. Um, <laughs> you know, dating in New York so far has not been wonderful. Um, so I'm just kind of riding solo here. Uh, you know, and and it's it, yeah, it's it's not it's it's look, New York dating is like. It's expensive. Yeah. You know, so it hasn't been super fun. Um, mm -hmm. I'm weird too with, I'm, pro look, it's progressive, I think. What do you I'm mean? I'm very weird. I'm very weird with, with, with first dates now because I'm 37. Right. And I've wasted, I've spent so much money. Right. On the first date. Like if I, if I went to, 
a financial advisor and I, and I was like, hey, I want to invest in first dates, he'd be right. like, you're just going to lose so much money. Right, right, you know, right. This is a horrible, horrible investment. It's a right. bad financial investment for that process. If you went, listen, I'm going to spend at least $200 uh, every time in an attempt to find a wife who the more than likely will leave with half my stuff. Well, yeah, and I don't at really some want, point. I just, wanna, I just want. I really want to. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have some kids. That'll be another, uh, uh, another you know, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and I don't. I don't really enjoy the first date interview process that's in New York more so than was in L.A. Um, and I'm not saying L.A. is better, but it was just different. But like, I'm having an issue with like, I, I, I do it, and I, I know this is not popular. I just don't understand anymore because you know. Marriage is derived from ownership, from men actually owning women, right? Like that's right. what it derives from. Sure. Right. Yeah. Now we're at this point where we really are trying to achieve equality. And we, we're at this point where uh, men do not control or own women. And, and we really want to get this this point where we have like uh, equal rights for, for sure. You know, so with that being said, and, I'm, and I really mean this, I think it's bizarre if I go on a date with someone who does, who's doing really well, or maybe even makes more money than me, and I have to pay. I find it weird, because you don't right. need the money. Right. You no, know? so it's about the chivalry, I kind of guess. Yeah, it's a yeah. weird, ex because if you don't pay, then they think there's something weird about you. Yeah, and it's not that sure. I can't afford yeah. it, it's just that I don't understand why, like the I principle. would she's with, she's, a, she's a, a partner at a real estate law firm, and she's mm. very well. Right. And I'm like, why am I paying for her? Right, like right. She has tons of money. And then we went out a bunch of times and I kept paying. And I, 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 at some point I'm like, so at this point, you just get to hoard all your money. Right. And I get to spend mine. And I, well, that's, I that's also why she has the money that she has is because the system is set up in a way. So one of the things, this is an interesting thing. This takes me right into a, a situation, something that I, you know, philosophies that I talk about all the time. Um, over any time you're in a relationship, anytime you're in a male, male, female relationship. I say one thing too, I don't want to yeah. up. I just want you guys to know I am not cheap. Okay. I, if, if the girl is, if the person is, say she's, I'm 37, say she's like 29 and still in grad school or something, mm -hmm. or, I'll pay Right. about that. But if, if, if it's something where, so I don't want you to think that like I'm like, I, I'm, well, I'm not okay, first of all, let me let me explain something to you. I would never judge you. Mm -hmm. based, to the I I don't give a fuck. Fuck them too. No, you know I mean? <laughs> like, and I don't mean fuck them in that way. But no, no, I mean, no, they no, don't no. get to. So you learn. You you, you the, the whole dialogue here is to learn something that you haven't learned. That that's the whole point of it. Uh, a point of the show. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So, and what I say all the time is that if you, anytime you're in a relationship, and you're the man of the relationship, you will do things that you don't want to do. You will spend money you don't want to spend. Yeah. You will listen to things you don't want to listen to. You will go places you don't want to go. You will have to have patience about things that you don't want to have a pay. So the- Discussions it is, about things you don't give a fuck a about. It is a sacrifice. Yeah. Any 
Yeah. Any relationship that you that a man enters into, there's no the the benefit. He decides what that benefit is. Now, it's I I hate to use the analogy, and then again, no, I know it's like it's like you get a it's like you get a a, a puppy. I gotta pay for the shots. Right. I gotta train him. I gotta walk him. Rain, sleet, snow, whatever it is. Because if I don't walk him, they can shit in my house. I gotta, and I'm making a commitment that at some point in time, when the hip dysplasia kicks in, I'm gonna have to clean, walk this, pick this dog up, and carry him outside so he can shit, pick him up, and until we have to put him down. So what's interesting about it is the the relationship, if it's whatever you're getting out of this relationship is in the same way we still decide like um we still decide to have a have a might decide to get a lab and you go well what i get from this is the fact when i come home there's companionship there's this but what you give that dog is you do not get back what you get from them is something that you perceive is important and because you perceive it's important, you make the deal. But you're making a deal knowing that you lose in the end because the system is set up that you lose. That's what the system is set up for. And so what happens moreover is the difference is what I don't understand. If I'm entering into an agreement that I know that I'm already <laughs> you lose is so funny to say, by the way. Oh, oh, oh you're, yeah. lo you're losing. Stop saying you lose. And I go, I don't mind losing, but I will not lose and not get what I want also. I will make, I will make a deal that I know clearly is not equal. That I'm gonna have to do more, be more. I'm the guy who has to. If there's a noise bump in the night, I gotta go down and, yeah. and check to see where the noise is coming from. I'm, I'm with. I will work. I will support. I will protect. But what I want out of this, I'm gonna get. I'm not, and I, and I don't understand how men get into these relationships where there, there is clearly a. This is a fucked up deal. Then I, and if she doesn't work, and we did divorce, she takes half of my shit. And then I also not here's the thing though here's the thing it's also not a lot of times fulfilling for the woman either so like the system that's set up to kind of that 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 we're talking about where the men are on the bad side of it it's also it's not a good relationship so the women don't get anything good out of it also so that's like that's my not true they, you just said you have there's a situation where you're doing how many first dates and right, you right. paid everything right, right. so at she absolutely is giving it at she's the get, bare minimum she's, she's getting everything right but she's gonna end up with. Because I do think this is someone who wants to settle down. She's not going to end up in a good relationship, or she's going to end up with a guy who just blindly throws money. Oh, but he's probably going to be getting, you know, hookers and God knows what. Because yeah, but that could be with any human, uh, any that aspect could be, of human that's nature. Not a, that's not yeah. the, the what I'm saying on a fundamental level. If you look at this as a business deal, yeah, 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 it's a shitty business deal. Shitty you're, business, yeah. you're making a shitty deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you decide, you go, okay. I enjoy her company. I want some, I mean, because we don't want to be alone. We like the companionship. Yeah. We want, you know, we like the way she looks. We like fucking them. Maybe she's funny at times. Maybe whatever the fuck she brings to the table, which at best is, is going to be minuscule compared to what you do. And on top of that, as she's getting older, her stocks are going down. 
as she gets older, has started, and I get that this is uncomfortable for you, but I don't, I don't give a fuck because it's the truth. And as I get older and I gain more resources, wisdom, respect, and so on, my stocks go up. Right. And go ahead. That's why I, I like dating successful women. I have a couple of my exes are very well off. Right. And the ones that are, and they, they are, and they're like confident, confident and comfortable with themselves, they're awesome. They're awesome. And I'm like, look, I, I like love that. I love someone that's like successful and isn't dependent on me because I think that old model is very flawed. That's why divorce rates are through the freaking roof, you know? So my financial situations cause such a rift in relationships. It's such a, it's such a, a problem. So I want someone that's got their own money and understands that they have their own money. Right. And I think that is just a beautiful, I think it's a beautiful thing because I don't, because money causes such a problem in the world and it's not even real. So I just don't want to ever get to a, a situation, you know, and I got friends that are in relationships where money is such an issue and it's just like, it's so ridiculous. So I just want you to have your own. I have my own. We pull it a little bit. We're on the same page. That's why I love dating successful women. And uh, and I've dated some real successful women that are worth like a lot. And right. I they've just been, you know. Now, but older than you. No. 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 Um, one... I'm not gonna name, I'm not gonna say names because you don't have to say just with her just because but she was a very, very successful actress she's on a very big show uh -huh. so she's she's got a lot. Well, but here's here's the point with that. Here's what's interesting with that. Um, you women die alone. <laughs> they die alone, and what happens is, especially you find attractive women because of the fact that, and and what's fucked up is the situation. The system is fucked up in the beginning because we have to. What makes us attractive is our resources, our ability to provide, our ability to protect. Our manhood is what makes us attractive. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, a woman, what makes her attractive to us is her looks, mm -hmm. um, her access to. To sex and and sex and reproductive uh, abilities and so on and so forth, but her money is her money still. Like mm -hmm. you, a man doesn't a, a man doesn't upgrade himself because his woman is rich. Right, right, right. He, he may benefit from it, but you don't get to be. I'm as a man. I'm not looking at you as though you're a you're a, a dope dude simply because your wife is rich. Right, 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 right. The per I mean, I always use this example. I haven't used this in a while, but Kevin Federline won the game. Like everything ah. that we talk about, getting sued for Dr. Dre got sued. Got you know had to give up something like three hundred million dollars. His wife separated. She didn't make a beat. Like I'm not saying that she didn't take she didn't take care of the kids and whatever the fuck, but she never she wasn't this creative genius. But for her to get hundreds of millions half, of dollars, she's not worth half right, the empire. Not worth half, so her contribution isn't half the empire. No, it's 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 so there's a there's, there's this ridiculous concept of this, and and it's because as he becomes older, his resources grow and his maturity grows, and he becomes more value. But whereas she ain't even as hot as she used to be, so now she's 40, 50 years old. Body starts sagging. She looks like a, a garbage bag full of shoe boxes. Like you just like you. What what attracted me is not even the thing that that 
gives that you are now, the yeah. value that you are now. And I, I look get, at that with women. I, I do look, and I hope they look at me the same, but I do look at how like they take care of themselves. Cause I, I can see a girl right now that's like hot, right? I'm like, wow, she's really hot. But I don't know if this is gonna be lasting. Cause I think now women can be, I mean, they, they can do, you can do stuff. You can be, I mean, look at, obviously everyone loses like JLo or like whatever, or like, you know, she's obviously like a uniform, but like, even like Shakira, dude, Shakira, I'd marry Shakira right now, you know? Right. So everyone, men and women, there's stuff out there. You can take care of yourself older and look better older. Sure. So yeah. Really- yeah, but you're not, but Shakira at 25 is not better than Shakira now. No, I don't actually. That's the only, that's the only example I don't All know. All right. Here's what, but then, even if you, if, even if you want to, I, I may, I don't know. Whatever, what, your, but what are you saying, Dante? I didn't understand the, the concept anecdotal, of this. You may have these anecdotal situations, but what I'm saying, what what person, what thing in the world is more valuable under more use, age, and more use, age, and and uh, and and abuse in a, in a sense? There's nothing that gets older that's worth more than something that's younger under a higher level of abuse and usage. No, I don't that's, that's just not, that's just not what the case. I'm, I, and I mean, we, we, you have guys who have a, you know, they like a little MILF or they like an older woman, but we're talking about anecdotally. Well, um, and I'm not saying that you can't have a relationship with the, where somebody is kind to you and because what they bring to you and they're kind and they're got your back and they know you and they, finish your sentences or whatever crap you you whatever crap is important to you what i'm saying is whatever overall crap. overall the deal you make a deal that you ultimately where you gain in value when she loses in value jlo's 50 years old and she looks great she, give me a fucking 28 year old jlo yeah. over a 50 year old yeah, jlo of course, of course, of course. any day of the week. so you know what? What we're saying it. What I'm saying is, it's just so. And the way the the way it works is so. Well, it's just what appeals to it's us. It's just what it instinctually. is instinctually. It's just what appeals to us instinctually, and the desire from each part. Yeah, women want somebody who's attractive for sure, but that does not have the same value of how much men want the attraction. Because a woman will date somebody who is not as attractive if he has the other qualities, being powerful or being protective or being interesting. Where that doesn't apply in the reverse. It's just, unfortunately, it's just that's just instinctually so the way we view it. She wins on the front end, and you end up winning on the back end. What happens is a lot of men have been fooled to think that as they get older that they lose their value. And because they don't understand what their value is, they will put up with anything. And they're, think, they're thinking that the rules are the same for them as it is for women. Like if you if you're a fifty year old woman, like I had a friend of mine who was he met up with this fifty year old woman and he was like she was you know she was well taken care of went to the gym and he was like hey what's up so, you know like he he, he would have taken up she goes well I want to get wined and dined and he was like yeah old bitch you could be coy in the rearview mirror I'll see you yeah so we're not doing he all was that. like yeah. I, and, and it's not that he wouldn't have taken her out, but the fact that she was so adamant the, about the attitude what, that she had you're about gonna it, the demand. And me, the, yeah. the, also, the, this doesn't sound like a fun time for the guy. It, it, this sounds like right, this, this is, is exactly this what I'm saying. Is- 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Saying like got to be on, yeah. It's like it's got to be. A, I'm just big into a two way street. Like both people, it's expectations. Both people's expectations have to be on the same page. Like I want to go out and I want to have fun on a date. You know, like I want to go out and have a good time and, and vibe with someone. Then like, it's, but the the it's other thing about culture. that is that there's this thing where it's incumbent upon you as the man usually to plan the date. Right, you're usually yes, required yes. to do that. So even if it's not financial, what you lose is something from energy. It's time, energy. It's patience. Time, patience. It's Be- like we yeah. used to. Harry used to fucking hair on the back of his neck. Used to stand up every time we'd have a girl on here, and she would talk about spark. I just don't feel it. You know what the spark is the spark is that I've listened to you. And listen to what you like and what you don't like. I've created a dossier to know what it is. And then I plan a date according to everything that I've learned about you because I paid attention. And then she's like, I had such a great time. This wasn't accidental. Right. Also, women don't really know what they want either because like, so for Absolutely. instance, so like because of all the dating apps right now, like everyone, men and women do have like more options. I still always think women will always win. Women will always have more options than men do. It's a, it's a myth to think that men can get more women that women can get women can obviously we like women have way more options than we do. And it's getting difficult for us because of this, we have to try to be more creative because we're up against so much more uh, competition now. So we have to be creative in terms of like, yeah, but Johnny, where we well, I think what you're not taking into consideration is, but I don't get creative. I just don't care. I'll just be like, right. yo, you can go out Tuesday. No, but I don't get creative. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't put the effort in. I'll be like, yo, I, I live a cool life. I got Tuesday free. We can go out. We can get to know each other. If we're vibing, then I'll take you to some cool shit because I can take you to some cool shit. I always think in my head, I'm see the reason I hate like dating right now. And like, I don't even try on the apps is because I get really excited because I'm an optimist because every girl's profile will be like, I just want a guy. I just want a guy that will, that will, that will make me laugh and that I can travel with. And I'm like, dude, every girl should love me. This is great. I'll make you laugh. I do it for a living and I travel for a living. We can go. We can go to a lot of places. So I'm like, done, deal. But they don't really want that. They just no. say that, but they really want some dude named Kyle, who has a finance job, who went to San Diego once three years ago, and still talks about the margaritas. Like they want basic dudes to settle down with, but they act like they don't. Yeah. So it's frustrating for me because I'm just like, yo, you guys don't know what you want, and it's like, it's like, it's like, you know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not just gonna take you like to the, uh, you know, a Knicks game in the box, date one, you know, there might be some dude if he does that, but that's probably all he can do. You know, like I'm not showing you For all sure. my hands. I'm not showing you all my hands. Get to know me and then I'll show you my hands. Right. But understanding what your value is and that you ultimately have value and that yeah. you're interested, which is what he's doing. Is, is, is exactly. Is it, that's exactly what I'm saying. And the, the fact that I need to work to get you, when I'm going to have to pay for the date, I'm going to have to be, I mean, very rarely, I, I can count on one hand the times that I've been out on a date and the woman was interesting. Her conversation with, it's me being on, me being funny, me being interesting, me being, it's it's all from my resources that creates this this spark. And then then she goes, well, you know, I really liked him because I feel like we had a spark. No, I was 
dope and you wasn't you you got to in new york to, i'm you, like in new york i'm like the tinder unswindler because i don't let anyone know what i have or what i do really right I, right I play it i'm like oh like i play like I'll, I'll wear i won't even like i just one girl she was really 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 cute 26 i wore an office t-shirt uh and i'm the wore, tv show the I tv wearing, show the office yeah 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 but it was like a, it was like a cool one yeah and i was wearing these old pants that she doesn't know are actually $350 pants, but like they were like joggers. And then I was wearing like Wolverine shoes that are super expensive, but because of my t-shirt didn't match the collared look she wanted, she literally was like, you could have gotten a little more dressed for this. I was like, yeah, cool. Bye. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? My t like, I don't, that's why I wore this. Did you, did you leave or no? We had a horrible time. Uh, I couldn't stand her and I, I did. I did end up paying for drinks, and then I just so. kept, she kept wanting to hang out. So here's a little bit of a kicker. Someone set me up with her. This was a little bit different. So it's not the best example. She did. She was. She wanted to meet me. Right. But then I think she might have been trying to play like that. But I think she thought maybe because I was wearing that T-shirt that like I didn't care. But I'm just like, dude, I'm just chill. This is a first date, not a you know. It's like what do you? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, this is a, and we you and I were talking about this over at at, at the comedy club, and it, and it was like there was I mean somebody was heckling you something, and I mean I know you've yeah, been yeah, doing yeah. it ten years, and I and I've been doing it twenty one, and I said to you, I said, and you were talking about this bit that was involved, and I said a lot of times when you you want the bit to work. What happens is you try harder when the order when the audience withholds. We have a tendency to try harder, and the 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 the, the real as a the real move the pro move is to try less because yeah, even when you when you start to try harder, what you're doing is you're communicating a sense of neediness. And that neediness, you, you can't give the crowd your right, power. And you give them the power, and then once you give them the power, then they go, "Well, I don't know if I like this thing." And I'll, you know, and I used to, do, it, it's, it's, I, I go, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like I know what this is. I know what I'm doing. This is, I know I'm funny. You're a plumber. She's a secretary. Right, right, you right. Work right. at the, the the social security office. None of y'all are funny. Right, None right. of you. You have to pay people to make you laugh. All of my friends are funny, so right. you don't get to make a choice. You don't even get to decide what's funny. Right, I'll right. tell you what it is. And what's interesting is when you take that posture, it, immediately they go, oh, okay. A woman always wants you to take charge, but she wants you to feel, she wants to feel confident that if you're going to drive, that you know how to drive. And when you make that clear, about when you make that clear, like if somebody said to me, you could have got dressed I go, you know what? We could just not do this. I well, don't even do the drinks. Essentially, what I was saying, I was right. what I said, but like, also, I got to be a, you know, we got to be a little careful now, unfortunately. So I was just like, well, you don't have to be careful if you if you eject from the date because she says something. Because here's when somebody says you should have gotten dressed. It's so the 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 the, the my value is. What you perceive, you feel as though you should set this bar and I should clear this bar for you. I don't even know if I like you. Well, the, fun fact, the fact that you said this, I don't like you. I actually kind of liked the culture in L.A. dating a little more, if I'm being honest. I never I can't believe I'm ever I can't believe I'm actually saying this. 
but I did like it a little bit more. I, I find here girls will do this thing where they'll be like, they'll try to schedule a date for like a week, a week and a half out. And they'll be like, it'll be like Tuesday, we're texting. I'll be like, all right, so I'm free next Thursday. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't know if I am. I can't like, right. like that's wild that you are trying. So I, I just will, I just will always be like, no, nah, I'm not available. Sorry. You know, but I, I what, found What that is the response from that? I, I don't think they usually care because I think they probably have in my, in my mind, and I could be wrong. They probably have, you know, five other dates lined up for the week. You're, you're, uh, listen, the bottom line is, uh, you look, it, women have plenty more options. The problem is they don't have the options that they want. Exactly. Yeah, totally. And, and so it doesn't matter how many options. That. That's why I go, okay, cool. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. So like if somebody said to me, well, you could address more, I'll go, you know, we could just not do this. Yeah, totally. And then they, well, what, why, what, why? I go because I don't know you, and I'm, uh, I don't know you, and I'm, I don't even know if I like you. Yeah, so you're making demands on me, and I don't even know if I like you. See, the and assumption that demand, it comes from the supply and demand that I will experience. Care. You might be. I don't know if you'll be proud of this. I think it's weird. Yeah, but I'll probably be kept, proud of it. She kept wanting to hang out. Of course, you know why? Because she didn't give a fuck. And I. I think she wanted me to make a move and be like, let's go back to my place. And I just was not into it. And I was just like, I'm not even going to give her that. Well, here's the interesting so thing. I, just, I was like, all right. Then finally I was like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, this has been great. I'm going to go. And she was like, she was like confused. Like, wait, you're not even going to ask me that. And I'm like, I don't want to be like, no, dude, this has been horrible. Like, you know, did you say that? Cause I would say that. No, no, no. I just went, no, you know, I'm a little tired and you know, uh, we yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, if you, I won't, I'll, I'll go less, you know, like this, right? I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I'll, let's, you know, let me drop you home. And then when they, if they ask me why, like, I won't do anything. Like, I don't think you have to be a dick. Like, I don't think you should be a dick for the sake of being a dick. But well, I do. Oh, she had something else that was wild too. Go ahead. So my, my buddy was like, this is my uh, fiance's friend. Uh, I want you to take her out. And I was like, all right. And I was like, oh, she's cute. So when we were there and she's already being like a little bit naggy, like neg yeah, I Bitchy. was like, I was like, so tell me, I was like, beautiful girl, you seem nice. I go, you're, how you, you're, yeah, I was like, uh, how are you having any trouble dating in this city? Like trying to be nice. And she goes, I'm not. And I go, oh, why? I, I think I said like, I don't know why I'm here. And she's like, why? I go, I was under the impression you wanted to go out with me. And then she kind of acted like she wasn't, but I know she was. So I was like, dude, I didn't want to ask. My buddy was like, ask this girl out. She like wants to hang out. And I was like, okay. It the doesn't matter. I mean, it, you're true. You're too empathetic, which I get because I'm also empathetic. So you're right. trying to. But what I've had to learn. And that's is, where I come in. Yeah, that's where Dante <laughs> came in. Wait, you know what? You need to tap me out. That, yeah, yeah. That's a show right there. Yeah. That's a show. When a date's going wrong and then Dante just taps him out and then just sits down and is like, look, I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. Well, it's a very short show because most of the men with I'm leaving. I'm out. So it doesn't. You can't fill 22 minutes. Uh, but when you're empathetic, you're, you're considering like. Oh, what are they going through? What what's going yeah, on? There okay. might be something else. I don't want to hurt their feelings. And when you just cut to the chase, you you learn to go. I'm not wasting my time. Whatever it is, I don't know the backstory. I'm not your psychologist. I'm not your therapist. And I'm not planning on being in your life to fix it long term. How about, how about I gotta this? go. How Bye. about this? I don't like you enough yeah. to give a fuck yet. Yeah. I, I'm not willing to be unhappy because yeah. you're a cunt. Like I, I, I that's I'm not. 
This is, uh, yeah. I'm already know, because I already know that if this does work out, it's going to cost me time, money, energy, and patience. Under the best of circumstances. That's, that's if I like her and she's dope, it's still going to cost. So if we're already starting out with you thinking that you're doing me a favor, peace, like beat it. Yeah, and it's also like, we, you know, our nights are so valuable to us, too. So for me to, like, take a full night off to be like, hey, I'm taking this night off for you. You know what? I, I'll tell you for years what I would be like. I would be like, look, I do comedy. You want to come? You can meet because I don't stop doing this for nobody. So if you want to meet me there, you can meet me there. When I'm done with my last one, we could maybe get a drink or we could stay there and get a drink. I'm not I'm not I'm not adjusting myself you're not worth that. And I'm not saying that women are not worthy worthy of that. What I'm saying is just like she, the problem is they think that they're interviewing you when the reality is yeah, that yeah, you, no, totally, totally. you should be interviewing them because of the fact of what you said, everything that you said about spending money, you know, I got to pay, I got to this, I got to that, I got to be interesting, I got to be funny, I got to figure out if you got a peanut allergy so we don't go to Korean food because you don't, you know what I'm saying? I, there's exactly. all of these, these moving parts, which I don't mind. I don't mind doing it. But if you show me one inkling of the fact that you don't appreciate what I'm doing, fuck you. I could just yeah. not do this. I could go do a spot. I'll meet you for drinks. Right. It's right. going to be more fun anyway. I will say I don't like, um, Initially, bringing girls to see me stand up. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. As a matter of fact, this person is calling me. Is uh, um, I don't like people coming to see me initially do stand up, um, because I don't want them to have these expectations of me. Because I find when they see you on stage, they become a little more into you and a little weirder. So In I want way. Know me. Uh, Hold I up. Just, you know what? Let's let's stop it here. We're gonna go do something behind the Patreon. Plug your social media, and then we'll go behind the pay, behind the paywall. Uh, John Campanelli one um, on Instagram, which uh, I wish I had the right, all the John Campanelli's that I don't. So John Campanelli one on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Okay, Harry talk. Uh, all my stuff is at Harry Trajanian. Uh, follow my TikTok and all that stuff. And uh, join us over at Patreon. Patreon.com slash Manschool202 for bonus content. Yo, y'all know how to get me. Everything Dante Nero, D-A-N-T-E-N-E-R-O, Dante Nero.com if you need a consultation. Um, and uh, GYBB, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do? The sexual revolution is being podcast. Yo, I love y'all. Follow us on Patreon. We appreciate you. We're going behind the page paywall. Um, on Patreon. Uh, sign up for that. It helps us. If you like what we're doing, um, help us so we can keep doing it.